Welcome back and good afternoon here in Chicago on Friday, March the 12th, about 12.45 p.m. My name is Sherman. His name is Sherman. Great to be together again with our friends, loyal listeners, and first-time listeners. Uh, Great being back with you, Sherman, as you are out in the L.A. area. Um, As you know, this is a podcast for Shermans, by Shermans, and anyone else who may be interested. Uh, March 12th, let's go back there just for a moment if we could. Just about every one of us knows where we were, what we were doing one year ago today. I think it will become that moment in time comparable to you knew where you were, what was around you when JFK was assassinated, and and if not that, where you were and and who you were with when you went to your first NSYNC concert, Um, big events. Equally, equally comparable. (laughs) And uh, just a a, a local note here in our Chicago market, uh, March 12th also known as 312 Day. That is our area code. So cheers to Chicago and our area code. Oh, cheers to Chicago. Well, thanks for that uh, nice introduction. Uh, as it is an even-numbered episode, that means it's uh, my turn to kind of kick things off topic-wise. And I am going with uh, not a musician. Again, I am going with Bo Miles who is an Australian YouTube, to me, star, but potentially not technically, I guess, in uh, true uh, YouTube world, the true YouTube world. Um, so he's uh, an Australian guy in his mid-30s, and I would imagine I came about discovering him through YouTube's algorithm, which I have previously said is the best algorithm of all, you know, I'll consider it social media, um, more kind of interactive, uh, you know, videos and posts, sites, whatever you want to call them. I think it's by far the best, um, you know, brings you very entertaining, weird, like it, it gives you a great variety and you typically always enjoy them. So yeah, I think that's how I discovered uh, Bo and I have watched all of his videos, um, and you know, I've got some friends into him as well, and so we'll you know text each other anytime he has a new one. So he's got roughly, uh, let's see, he's, you know, about twenty-five or so, I want to say, uh, maybe a bit more. He just released a new one, which is why he's been on my mind uh, earlier this week. It's called "The Commute: Walking Ninety Kilometers to Work," hmm. and so he—that's a big—that's a big commute. Right, and so he's, uh, you know, I'd say an environmentalist, handyman, adventurer. I think his main job or his literal job is an outdoor educator at a university in Australia. And he just, uh, he has a very refreshing perspective on life and a kind of, I, from my perspective, uh, you know, a great sense of the classic, uh, a great sense of humor. It's the classic kind of Australian Kiwi humor, very dry uh, and amusing to me and all of his videos no matter the length um, they're typically longer by 
YouTube standards, at least from what I was used to watching. Uh, his last one was about 28 and a half minutes, They, uh, which is enjoyable in and of itself because, you know, if I watch these, if I'm eating lunch, you know, I don't have to click around. I can just kind of sit with it, and it's great. But they're all, you know, we are, the Reynolds men, notably not outdoorsy or handymen, uh, I will say, um, <laughs> if we haven't put that on record yet. And I don't, uh, you know, it's not some, I guess, long inner fantasy that I become one, but I do find it interesting that I enjoy him and he is one, clearly. I mean, one of his videos is Junk Cabin, secretly building my wife a COVID office, uh, which is about a 20-minute video of where he tries to build his wife an office in their back lot because they have a you know, multi-acre farm in Australia. Um and I just love it. I mean, he just seems like such a pure soul, and it's so you know, heartwarming and life-affirming to watch him and everything. I've read a bit about him, and it all seems to be true. None of it seems to be an act. Mm. And you know, I think probably what has drawn me most towards him is his respect um, for the earth uh, because you know, I try to be an environmentalist, uh, and he does as well. I mean, on his uh, commute, in this most recent video and just in a lot of his videos, he will straight up eat and drink things on the side of the road to an extent, you know, if they look relatively good, but he kind of sounds like my cousin rush. But yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly, they are uh, pretty similar. Um, he's kayaked, uh, the, I think that it was at the Southern tip of Africa. Um, and so he ate, you know, a final piece of a banana he's found on the road. Um, walking to work uh what was the and, appeal well, see you can't write this stuff folks <laughs> that's just a, a dad in his element seeing an opportunity and taking it so i mean and you know what bo would like that uh, he would really like that joke because uh, he is also now a dad and you know he's taken his you know one-year-old or whatever she is now uh on adventures with him and it's just beautiful to watch his wife seems wonderful as well they're you know very outdoorsy um active family and uh but again he's you know 98 of these videos and uh he you know he just uh, has a wonderful way about him and i think everyone you know if you don't enjoy him if you watch a video of his i probably honestly don't need you in my life <laughs> Um, he, he just seems absolutely outstanding. I mean, he did a, an entire video called the human being 40 days on a tin bean diet because he just, he, you know, he says all the time, he's a bit, just a curious guy. And his description for it is inspired by a half page scene in John Steinbeck's tortilla flat, where a family of poor, super healthy kids eat almost an exclusive bean diet. I decided to do much the same thing. So he just ate beans for 40 days just to see what would happen to his body. Um, and so he's he's brought um, he used to kind of adventure the world. And I think as he's gotten older, you know, married with a kid, he's brought he, his goal is to kind of adventure closer to home, which I think is you know one of the many great ways he views life, where you know he'll commute ninety kilometers to work, um, which he's done twice now, um, and just kind of adventuring from his throughout his backyard and local areas in Australia as opposed to going to, you know, Africa or wherever his previous adventures took him. Uh, so, yeah, I just, uh, it's, I'd say watching his work is, you know, humbling, inspiring, 
Uh, he seems just like a guy who would, you know, go on a mini adventure with you and then just have a beer or wine. Mm. Um, and uh, I highly recommend him. So it's uh, yeah, Bo Miles, B-E-A-U, and then Miles. I'm not spelling that out. So there you go. That's uh, my choice for episode 16 uh, as an inspirational figure for you all going forward. That That's a great share. Thank you, Sherman. And don't don't sell yourself short on that outdoorsy element now you are a uh, burgeoning hiker out out in the canyons of the la area i would say a uh i don't know what's beyond or in front of nascent but a a nascent nascent yes a burgeoning nascent hiker so i know we have a question from the crowd which i will now say so this is from chris K, Kristen K, uh, from out in Washington, D.C., an East Coast fan, but from, really, Japan. Uh, So that's, uh, you know, shout out again to our fans from Japan. She is really the the head of that fan club, the, the leader of that. So thank you, Chris. Her question simply is, what gets you up in the morning? So, Dad, what, uh, what gets you up in the morning? Well, besides my, I don't know, bladder or kidney function, um, I, I would simply say this. Gratitude. Gratitude gets me up in the morning. And, and it's, it's, it's both r- reflective and um, forward-looking. I mean, just in those moments... Um, as you as you lay there, or maybe the, the 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 leg is starting to move towards the and foot towards the floor, but you know it's just a quick appreciation of the previous day and all it had to uh, offer, and uh, and that but but especially the the day ahead, the day that has is dawning, and um, you know it, it's. Um, you know, for, for me, it's it's all about all of you, you and your uh, sisters, and their uh, wonderful husbands and our our grandchildren. Uh, all all that that involves all that the, the opportunities, um, uh, as well as the you know the dynamics and. Uh, the challenges, constructive challenges, uh, that's that's the, that's the grounding for me. And then um, uh, you know, work and and friends and everything else just kind of flows from from that uh, sense of gratitude. See, I I knew you would start off this segment with a bang, but now I'm worried that maybe you should have ended it because it's going to be a better answer than mine. Uh, but, uh, I, I mean, that's a wonderful answer. Fully expected it to be, you know, great, and you exceeded that uh, expectation. Um, you know, very kind answer, as you are want to give. My answer, I thought about this the past few days. I mean, I knew your answer, again, would be in that vein uh, of just, uh, you know, purity. I really 
when it boils down to it, what gets me out of bed in the morning, other than I was also going to make a bladder joke, which I am your son, so that very much tracks. <laughs> um, but it's simply healthcare, And I mean, it's not my job, but it's the fact that I need health care more than most. And in order to get that health care, I have to do my job. And so it's, uh, you know, I wish it was gratitude or some underlying desire or drive or ambition. But as of right now, um, it is not. It's honestly the need for health care and the fact that, you know, in order to keep that health care, I need to do something, which is my work. And that's, you know, basically it <laughs> in the most simple, basic form. Um, you know, I don't... Uh, you know, I don't unfortunately have anything, uh, you know, wonderful or uh, enlightening. I wish I had some kind of TED Talk answer, but it's just healthcare and the need for that. And you know, hopefully one day it'll change to gratitude or something like that. I mean, I guess I have gratitude that I have healthcare, but, you know, that's that's it for me. Well, that's that's great. I mean, that's the, the practical uh, daily uh piece of it right so that's 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 as 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 true and direct as as one can be are you sure though that there isn't a little bit of motivation that gets you up in the morning that perhaps the day is going to be the day when the creation of another haiku uh, plays out i mean that uh I mean, the element, I guess, if you want to call it, I mean, the uh, the element of the unexpected, element of surprise, you know, the possibilities in that, I almost don't have that, I guess, as um, an expectation or a thought because I've found that for the most part, my brain is most creative. It's kind of like the, you know, I, I believe that it's called the, you know, the tip of the tongue phenomena where... When you want to think of something, it's, you know, that's you're just kind of grasping. It's right there, but you can't find it. But then, you know, when your brain is elsewhere shortly thereafter, it immediately comes to mind. So in terms of, yeah, haiku, any creativity, I I don't have the expectation of that day to day, you know, if I'm writing a joke or something like that, um, because, you know, the focus of it, uh, the initial focus would never or has never really worked for me. It's when my mind is free to wander uh, in the uh, the fantasy world I live in in my head, you know, when I'm doing the dishes or, you know, in the mm -hmm. car or something. So that that's not a day-to-day -day thing because that, it just, uh, you know, it comes and goes when it does. Uh, you know, I think of something when my brain's just allowed to roam, and then I go yeah. from there, and then, yeah, I can focus in, but then that's kind of, I have a task at hand. But in terms of that initial, like, oh, I need to think of this, that hasn't been my creative process, which maybe I should change it because I've gotten oh so far uh, in that field. Uh, well, so, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I, I guess there would be a hope for that every day, but not a, okay. a focus on it. Yeah. And, and folks, uh, we know we don't recommend actually doing the dishes in the car. Correct, yeah. Um, but, um, because we're all about um, safety. Correct, we have to say that for, for legal reasons. We can't have another accident due to us. Um, 
so yeah just a quick aside yeah don't listen to us while driving either you may you may fall asleep while operating heavy machinery um but yeah so that's uh so thank you very much chris uh, for that question yes thanks um, and you know any more questions thoughts concerns remember our name is sherman at gmail.com let us know or text or call us whatever you want to do uh what uh, what else is going on with you dad uh so i was out earlier this morning with a, a a good old friend we've worked together for a number of years john and i and um uh john's a few years um uh, younger than i am but we we went out uh, for a run on the, one of the local high school tracks, which was as mundane as that may sound. A beautiful morning. The sun was up. The wind was down. And uh, the tracks had been closed for the last 12 months. So it was, it was fun getting back on that soft surface and running around and feeling like a bit of a kid again. Um, and I was, I was sharing with John that I was up in northern Michigan uh, last weekend, and just before jumping back in the car last Saturday morning, I parked right on the lake um, and ran one mile. I'd measured it off last summer. Now I've been going up there, um, you know, my entire life, every summer, and I I realized over these many many years or decades when I go running. I'd go running away from the water. I'd go run into the woods. I'd go run up in the hills. I'm like, what a knucklehead I am. I mean, those are all great, but here it is, running hard on the water, one mile straight on the road, no turns, just this just this lovely, lovely um, experience. So, yeah, John, upon hearing this, says, wow, that's that's like, really cool. I said, well, it's my favorite mile. He said, I love that. My favorite mile. I said, maybe, maybe there's something there for others uh, to share with, you know, I guess could be a metaphor, right? Sherman for, for those who choose, you know, what, but I guess I just leave it out there for our, our friends and listeners. You know, what is it to you that makes something your favorite, whatever that might be, whatever that thing might be, how does it become your favorite? So that's all that was going on earlier today, Sherman. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's a, you know maybe kind of our version of uh, find your beach. You know, find your favorite mile, whatever it may be, and uh, you know, let us know or don't. But you know, maybe just uh, ruminate on it. You know. So, uh, any anything else on your you know, thoughts? Just a, a quick thank you, Sherman. A quick uh, couple shout outs. One uh, to our uh, 11 year old dog, Shadow, who's not been feeling so well, so kind of um, uh, on the sidelines a bit right now. And uh, another uh, uh, true kind of warrior, if you will, uh, and um, appreciation of uh, Brent Seabrook of the Blackhawks, who just earlier this week announced his retirement and he and you know the core of that uh, Blackhawk team brought so much uh, excitement and, and enjoyment over a period of 10 years or so and three Stanley Cups along with um, Taves and Patrick Kane and Duncan Keith those four were the were the core and just a level of excellence um, and uh, yeah we were we were down 
I think in 2013, three games to one in an early series to the Red Wings, down maybe three to one in the going into the third period, not good. And uh, I remember sending a note to you and 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 Louise, I believe, saying just keep the faith. And um, uh, Seabrook scored that I think game-winning goal. So uh, hats off to uh, Seabrook and Shadow. Man, shout out Seabrook. Shout out Shadow, uh, and uh, you know, hope they both do well in their next journeys in life. And um, much like we do every episode, I must end with thanking our sponsors. Uh, first, our own, by us, for you all, Sherman and Sherman Sleep Center. Call us, text us if you need help falling asleep because we've apparently been good at that the last 15 episodes. Um, and also dojos. Yeah, right. Spring is coming. Dojos is coming to you in the form of food truck and farmer's markets. So your normal stable, right. um, you know, localized food tables, if you will. Probably a better description of that somewhere, but honestly, I'm just thinking of it right now. So dojos in St. Louis. Um, it is local. I'm gonna I'm gonna speak it into existence one day regional, then national, and perhaps even international. And, and at that time, honestly, maybe intergalactic. Who knows? Uh, so best bagels, donuts, and a variety of other uh, snacks that you can get in St. Louis area. So shout out dojos. And once again, lastly, just to end, uh, as we always do, starting last episode, Quiznos. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Tasty. So that's it for episode 16. Right. And uh, this here Friday, March 12th. Signing off for now. Whenever you're listening, have a great day, everyone. Thank you. Take care.